We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Stream multi-pass. Are you a uh, you a fan of uh, the hell's that movie? Good God, Bruce Willis, uh, Chris Tucker, um, Chris Tucker, Mila Jovovich. Oh, Fifth Element. Good Lord, I could not think of it for the same. Like, oh, dude, I've watched. I've watched that movie. Don't like it. You're kidding. I don't like it. Oh God, I'm gonna revoke your multi-pass. I I have to be honest with you. I've I tried to watch it when it came out when we were younger. And I just, I fell asleep. And then years later, somebody had it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I started watching that. Fell asleep again, and I tried to watch it as an adult, and I just, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. How were you falling asleep during that? Well, I also fell asleep at the beginning of The Bourne Identity. I hate those movies, too. Wow. Boring as shit. I did not know that, like, we would um, have such divergent views on, like, two things that I love. The Bourne movies and... Uh, fifth element. Here's my thing. Are the Bourne movies good? Yes, I will concede I am in the minority of these since they've made like four or five of them. But, but, I can de- I can defend let me, it. Let me see you dig this one out. I can Wildly it. successful movies that has made multiple franchises. <laughs> made billion dollars, but yes, it sucks. Um, I can defend it by saying, you want to sell me on Matt Damon being a spy. Okay, I'm kind of into it. Where are we going with this? Don't start the very first movie with him laying face down in the ocean, just floating, and some people pick him up off a boat, and he just happens to be alive and ends up kicking everybody's ass. Like, you're losing me there. You're, I'm just you really. On. That's how you really. That's how we're starting. Those. Yes, I, I was very bothered. He he would be dead. It was a stormy scene. He was face down in the ocean. You're not just casually floating to an enemy's boat. Like, so I can't buy it. I couldn't get it. at least John Wick. I, I got it. It was a purpose. He killed his dog. He's going to kill them. Now he's wanted for murder. Guess what? He's going to kill them, too. They didn't catch him. He's still wanted for murder. And now, guess what? He's got a love interest, the Halle Berry, that he wants to reconnect with. You you sound like my wife. I'm sorry that we're brilliant. I'm sorry that we see things no, no, no. for what Here, Here's the thing. Here's what she says. All like it's It's, it's hilarious because she will say things like, um, a, a plot hole, a, a very minor plot hole in something. Sure, sure. But then, but then, but wait, there's more. Yeah. 
she will watch the wildest sci-fi fantasy shit ever. And if I say anything remotely, like, eh, maybe a bit too far. She's like, oh, you can't divorce yourself from this for, like, a split second. And I'm like, hey, you got mad that, like, the newspaper said Monday, but it was actually Tuesday. Like, what are we doing here? Ask me, ask me what movie I just saw in theaters. What's my last movie I saw in theaters? What, what's the last me. movie you saw in theaters? Fast and Furious 9. I love it. Oh, I fucking love Fast God, and Furious. You would. You absolutely would. God, I hate it. Bro, if it, is, if it is not believable and they know it, I'm in. The problem was the, ident- the born identity was like, no, he's as cool as James Bond. And it was like, no, he drowned in the very opening scene. I can't, I can't buy this. This is not going to work for me. Uh, you know, I, I understand there's maybe some flaws in this thinking. I get it, but, uh, I can't help how I feel. Yeah, definitely the, uh, you know, pulling cars with helicopters. That's, uh, excuse me, pulling helicopters with cars, I should say. Uh, actually, he pulled the helicopter with his one goddamn arm. <laughs> That's right. While holding, police. while holding on to the cars as it was off a cliff. <laughs> so, yeah, suspend reality for just a split second for me, Sprig, when, when the super spies, you know, uh, face up or face down in the water, uh, Marcus they know what they are. Alvarado. They know what they are, man. They know what they are. <laughs> They're like, hey, we we have to go harder. How can we go harder? I got an idea. What if they flew out of a plane in cars and they parachuted safely to catch the enemy off guard? Let's go crazy. You know where they went yeah. in the last movie? I'm gonna ruin this for you, but I'm gonna space. Take... They went to they went to space. Yeah. They said, how can we top? Jumping a submarine that's going through glacier ice. I got it. Let's send them to space. You're right. They've never been to the final frontier. Let's do it. Uh, I saw somebody in here uh, recognize Fubo TV Root Sports agreed to TV deal. Uh, yeah, we'll talk Fubu. about that. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk Fubu. Fubo. Fubo. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a subtle difference. One was uh, owned by LL Cool J and the other one wasn't. Um <laughs> One was cool. The other one, I don't subscribe to. <laughs> oh, that's, I thought you were going to say uh, the other one was uh, cool, and the other one was Cool J. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Uh, Brew, Adam. Uh, have you guys seen Shang-Chi? Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. My- Are you a Marvel guy, or do you not yeah. suspend belief? Oh, so you'll suspend belief for that. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a comic book. They're not telling me that this is a real spy. You know what I mean? Like, they know that it's a comic book. See, the problem is I can't get past movies that don't uh, that are trying to sell me on a believable reality versus the ones that are like, look, we know what this is. We're we're fully embracing it. You know what I mean? This is a tank job. We're Oklahoma City and we're collecting first round picks. And I'm like, look, I'm getting really excited. Maybe you'll hit on somebody. I just yeah. No, you're a monster. Uh, Ryan Willage, you couldn't you two couldn't wait until halftime. No. And multiple streaming platforms. And we're going to keep this one short because it is Thursday night, because it is, this is probably the dead this week and next week are probably the deadest periods uh, of the off season. We're going to keep this one short. It was more just like a reason to kind of come together, hang out, talk about a few things, say what's up. Hey, we're still here. Um, And then we'll, uh, we'll push to uh, next week uh, after we hit on a few things. And then after that, by the time we hit mid September, things are going to pick up pretty damn quick because by the time we're mid-September, we're 30 days away from basketball. Like, Yeah, about, about mid-September, Ben Simmons is probably on the team by that <laughs> point, right? Listen, you know what? Screw it. 
Welcome in. <laughs> Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's live show. Uh, we usually BS here for about five minutes. We went six minutes and 45 seconds. So that guy that says that we do it, we take 20 minutes every show. We cut mm. like 13 minutes of it out for you this time. They, did they get our movie screening match? Uh, did that go live? Oh, yeah. Every bit of it. <laughs> you know what? I, I have a couple movies that I just admittedly don't like, and they're movies that really get people frustrated about mm-hmm. not liking. Yeah, no, we went we went live right into the Fifth Element stuff. That's how that's how the stream started. Fifth Element, Born Identity, Lord of the Rings, three movie series and movies. I just Ooh, despise. Oh, what? I despise. So you're suspending reality mm. in other things, but you're not in mm. Lord of the Rings. Another movie I fell asleep watching the very first time. Dead I, asleep. These big ass footed hobbits are walking on grass, and I'm just like, I'm supposed to care about these guys getting a ring. Like, I'm they supposed lost to care about ring. you as a co-host, and I'm finding it difficult to do that. Look, <laughs> it's it's not my fault that they were trying to like, how can we be how can we be medieval Star Wars but boringer? And I'm like, oh well, you could do that. So I came home on leave for the second one, or yeah. at, at the second one. Thank you for your service. Oh yeah, well I mean, the only reason I say this is yeah. because. Like the whole family and a bunch of friends, what like our families, we bought like twenty tickets, and it was like three days before Christmas or something like that. So everybody's nobody's working, right? The theater was packed. We went out to the one on uh, in Tannisborn, the big theater. When I could, this is like two thousand three, two thousand two. Yeah. So this is like you know, I think that place had just been built at that time, um, but it was oversold, and so there's people like sitting on the floor. That's what Star Wars Episode One was for me. I stood in line, and we had to get folding chairs because they didn't have any more seats. Because they oversold it, right? And then I watched the first Star Wars episode, and it was one of the worst decisions (laughs) of my life. It was awful. Oh, so bad. (laughs) Jar Jar Binks. Who approved that? A big Brady Schmidt here just basically called you the Jar Jar Binks of the show. He said, you need a (laughs) co-host with that, Danny. Lord of the Rings is the greatest. Look, let let me just say this. I disagree with that. But I can fully admit when I know I'm I'm on the wrong side of the argument. I know I can't win the argument. I'm just telling you. You just don't like it. Lord of the Rings is boring. That's the, fine. The spinoffs of Lord of the Rings are more entertaining than Lord of the Rings. Wow. wow. The all wow. troll one, Hobbits. Uh, yeah. That one's good. Yeah, no, that's also good. Um, but we had a guy, like, probably 15, 16 years old. All of a sudden you hear a... Knocking in on the side door at the theater. Oh, to sneak in? Uh-huh. Oh, and I have been man. home for like a whopping five hours. So I am still military red ass. Oh, yeah. And he knocks like four or five more times. And I did one of those things like I looked around the theater of 500 people. Is nobody really going to get the goddamn door? <laughs> like that, that was like what I turned into my dad in that one <laughs> second. Immediately just, seriously? Nobody? So I, aggressive commercial you're out there just like... <laughs> Somebody answer the door. Yeah, seriously. So I, I was like, <sighs> I storm over the door. I made a big giant scene of it. I kick the door open. Yeah. Just whoosh. And there's this like terrified 15, 16 year old kid. Can I come in? I, my friends are in there. And I couldn't get a ticket. I'm like, no. Bam. <laughs> you didn't let him in? No, I was such an a-hole. Oh, you're such an a-hole. You're such an a-hole. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> and the whole theater starts clapping. They gave me a standing ovation. It was hilarious. I was like, "Ah, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much." <laughs> Went and sat back down. Oh man! And his buddies, I could see them like they were like a row or two over. They're like, 
is like you hear the mm, 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 for the Nokia phone vibrating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, he wants to come inside, and like that guy's gonna kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy so, looks too intense. He yeah. Can't do it. So this was Lord of the Rings, the first one? The second one, I think. I, I, the like, second one. So, so this I, was the most entertaining part of the night. 100%. Yeah. Uh, confirm Danny's an asshole. You know, we, we, that's, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. Uh, Bando says, talk about the Blazers, fellas. I okay. Mean, Sorry. Well, we work it in here or there. and it's mostly, This is my fault. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's both of our faults. And it's also... This is the off season, guys. This is kind of what it does. It kind of turns into a little bit of a BS fest as we start weaving some stuff in. It's it's this is uh, as close to about radio platform as we get with this stuff. It's, it's going to be much, much, much more structured during the season. Of course, we're going to have so many things to go on. I've had a few people reach out and say, "Hey, I want you guys to do some uh, some like you know normal segments." We will. I've got a bunch of stuff planned out. I'm just not dumping it here now. I I kind of view the. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's great to hear from listeners and what they think so far. We appreciate mm-hmm. the feedback. And um, I, I kind of viewed these pods, you know, even in the, kind of the thick of August, and I know the se- the off-season timeline has been different, but I even caught, I kind of thought during free agency, like there was going to be stuff to react to, and obviously like we're doing a pod on Larry Nance, and I know you did that yeah. solo, but um, I don't know. I, I kind of just viewed these pods as more like, did you hear about that rumor? What do you think about this marginal fourteenth? Yeah, we'll, we'll guy react pickup, to stuff, but you know? this, this is about this is about community, really, more than anything else. Like when we do these live shows like this, and when we do the live game reactions, it'll be about the first part of it will be, hey, here's what happened, here's what we think, and then it will be, you know, we'll have some segments built in, but it'll be again fostering community. Like I, I, I don't say that lightly. I, I genuinely want people to feel like they are a part of something here, and that's kind of. That's what has been so cool in this first month already is that the YouTube stuff has done really well. The podcast stuff has done incredibly well. Like we, Blue Wire is, is thrilled with the results from the first month. Brandon knows exactly what we did in the first month, and we're already beating that this month. So you guys have been fantastic. And I, I want to make sure that we're, like, we're constantly making sure that we're engaging with you guys and not just talking to you about the Blazers. Because we, anybody can do that. Anybody can talk to you about the Blazers. And I, look at that. Thanks, Patrick. Um, I gotta make sure I gotta turn off all of those freaking alerts, man. Like I thought I got them all, but I thought I left the sound on on one of them. Apparently. Gronk scored a touchdown. Yeah, was that what that was? Yeah, probably. They're at fourteen seven. <laughs> it was the Gronk touchdown alert. Um, let's get the big stuff out of the way quick. Ben Simmons is not going away anytime soon. Um, it got worse. <laughs> yeah, it got when worse. Was like it's gonna get worse, guys. Get ready. I think there's rain coming. Yeah. Uh, he said in the process, I am not going to worry about uh, raising my uh, trade value while single-handedly diminishing his trade value even further. He said it's not his job to worry about his trade value. Basically, shut up, Daryl, and deal me. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, – it's not great, Bob. Not no. great. He, he's – I like, Maury can certainly sit this one out. Um, It's – I don't know that he can. Like he can, he can maybe work his way through this, but I, I just don't. I don't see a team out there right now that's willing to give them the ransom that they want, and I don't think that's changing. If if Daryl Morey does not change his trade value of Ben Simmons, it's obviously going to get uglier. But, and I thought about this with Harden. 
Now, I, I want to let it be known, like before I just give the opinion, I'm very pro player. I think the league's great. I know, you know, it. from time to time, there's players that mix issues in our country with sports, and people don't like that, and I understand that. But I don't allow that to stop me from watching the product. I love watching those athletes. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of the best sports, uh, obviously, ever created. But what I was going to say is, as much as pro player as I am, I was really bothered by the Harden stuff. And because okay. it was so over the top. Well, it was so over the top. It was so disrespectful. It was so um, – it was like the anti-leader move you could possibly make. And what upset me the most wasn't just that he acted like an entitled little B. It, it was that Houston traded him to the place he wanted to go. And I'm not saying they didn't make a decent return. I don't know how I gauged it. It, it I, wasn't, I wasn't great. I didn't think he was very good either. But you could have got a better deal with Philly and Ben Simmons. And if you don't like Ben Simmons, why are you trading James Harden to the destination he wants to go to after you have yeah. reconfirmed your commitment to him by giving him, what, three different superstars at three different points during his tenure in Houston? You got Dwight, Chris, and Russ, and it didn't work out, right? Those didn't work out for whatever reason. And you're going to bend and, to another one of his whims. And then you're going to continue to give him what he wants? Like, I'm all for players saying, hey, I, I don't want to be here. I tried. Can I can I go somewhere else? Like, Dame is probably going to take the right approach if he ever gets to this point. Yeah. If he decides to leave. James did it in the most disrespectful way. It really bothered me that Houston did that. That Not, not just because he created a super team in Brooklyn who may win a championship if they stay healthy, but also because... I just feel like you're you're setting even worse precedent in a league that is already driven by the players getting what they want. Like there's going to be some pushback on that. That was a bit too far. So yeah. there's a part of me, Danny, that I, I want Ben Simmons in Portland. I, I've been on the record of that a million times. I would kind of enjoy it if Daryl gave Ben the middle finger and said, "You know what? Fine, don't show up. We're going to find you every day that you miss. You have a contract. You have four years remaining." Here's here's the kicker on that. This is where it gets a little bit dicier. There's been some reports about how his contract is structured, and one thing about the NBA is that there are some wild contract stru structures around the league. I heard the uh, wind horse note about this year's salary. That yes, he's going to get it before he's, training camp. He's going to get it before he gets fined. So he's he's owed what forty ish, thirty seven million this year. I can't remember what this year is. Um, if he's going to get it all October 1st, or half, excuse me, uh, over half of it. I think they said 55% uh, before training camp. So they're going to fine him $200,000 a day you know, of activities that he misses, which means they have to have a game or a scheduled practice. Mm -hmm. So basically he can go the entire year and still make money. And that's, that's okay, but you know what? But that hurts and, Philly though too. That's that's that, that's the thing. Well, it hurt. But he's not gonna play for them. He doesn't want to play for them. And no, but that the way, leaves them down a very highly rated asset. No, no and, oh, and that's the thing. Without a doubt. Ultimately, look. Do I think he's gonna stick to his guns and do this? No, I think he's gonna deal him for a lesser package and just say. It's just how much lesser. Who's willing to step up? Right. I'm just. I'm just merely say, stating if he doesn't trade, doesn't trade down from his valuation. If he doesn't go down for the trade value. I, I personally was so bothered by the James Harden stuff that there's part of me that kind of just hates this, right? Like, I yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> no, I think, I, the, I think the league's in such great shape right now. And I, I think the league's going to fight back. Good. I, I, I do. I, I think in the next CBA, they're going to open some things up. 
what I think they're going to do is they're going to put something in for marquee players, the Damian Lodes of the world. Let's use Damian as an example. Where they, he gets the same amount of money. Dame gets his $50 million a year, right? But only 25 of it counts against the cap for the team. If you do that, and I think that's something that I've I'd heard before, and I love the idea. I'm not against it. I think that gives teams some leverage, some wiggle room. Uh, how you trade those contracts could be up for debate. Uh, you know, does, do, does a team only get so many slots? If there is, is there like salary slots? You get one that's like you you can cut it in half. You get one that you can cut a third off of or cut 20% off of. But something like that to where these teams aren't so hamstrung by it and limited by deals. Right. I think that would probably be a, a way an ownership can fight back. Um, and listen, what do you I, think? What do you think about raising the cap um, for the small markets by twelve million per I, team? I think they should. Here's what I think they should do: not necessarily small markets. What I think they should do is they should take in uh, tax brackets and they should adjust them every year based off that. They have a firm that does their um, the uh, dividends uh-huh. for the luxury tax and everything else that comes in and adjusts everything every single year, anyways. So they have all that information present. Like that, that, that's part of what, you know, how they, this is getting in the real nitty gritty stuff, but this is like the revenue sharing stuff. Like they have a mm-hmm. firm that comes in that, that does this. So you could balance that out between the markets by, you know, Portland, who has like, what do we have a, a income tax rate of like 40%, I think on average. It, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's a lot. the, <laughs> is it the second or third highest in the league? Yeah. It's, it's up there, right? It's dumb high. It's, yeah. it's exactly 1 billion percent more than Florida or Texas. <laughs> right. So, which have effectively and totally zero. Um, that is a major competitive bonus on top of, you know, being warmer, being a more desirable climate, being, you know, yeah, we're I getting mean, into but, but other you, market things. But I don't disagree with it. I just, I'll point out, like, I know Miami might be pretty good. Orlando's young. They're up and coming. They're not going to be great. And, you know, Dallas can't win a playoff series. We need to see that from Luka. Yeah. And Houston sucks. And San Antonio is a But it's a also about playoff team. perspective. And I think sure, part, sure, part sure, of sure, that sure. probably plays in. I don't, uh, dis- I don't disagree with the overall uh, point. Uh, who else has the football game on in the background? Harrison asks. Uh, Brandon has his on. I have mine on. So I'm sure <laughs> most of you guys have yours on. So you guys can't see it. But... Um, there's, I can see right now in motion and the snap right now. So, um, I'm streaming it. So I'm a little bit behind and let's see, eight twenty to go in the second quarter. So anybody thinks I'm messing Ooh, I'm up. a little ahead of you. There you go. I'm Are a you, little ahead of you. Uh, well, you know what? That's what I get for using the, the native Comcast stream. So um, I'm using YouTube TV. Oh, okay. Okay. I, 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 I'm a Comcast boy. Shockingly. Right. Um, did you work for the company? <laughs> maybe I, I may, I may have been employed by them. Um, Somebody said, I think Toronto is the worst tax-wise. They are, oh, yeah, but, they're, right. but there is a different break that is in place there for uh, American citizens, athletes, because they have to deal with that with Winnipeg, uh, all the hockey teams, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the Raptors. So um, the only reason I know that pretty well is because I was stationed in North Dakota, and I went up to Winnipeg, and I actually ran into a bunch of um, athletes when I was up there, Blue Bombers and, and Jets guys. So mm. um, those are stories that we can't tell on the podcast. Uh, somebody asked the funniest situation that Simmons could get traded to. Honestly, I think Portland's probably pretty high on that list. Everybody wants to say Sacramento, but I think Sacramento would be a pretty good team as far as like timeline-wise if they could keep Fox and Halliburton. I know that's what they want to do, but I don't know yeah. if they could. Um, but 
See, the fun, are you just funniest? Like, if it doesn't work out, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think it's Golden State. Oh, okay. Because as well as he may, he probably would work out there. I would just say, yeah. as soon as it doesn't go well, guess who's going to get booed and guess who's going to oh, get God, played? Oh, God, yeah. Because he's not, you're not Draymond. <laughs> he's like, oh. I was thinking of it in the sense of, like, if he came to Portland and it didn't work out. Oh, it, well, it would yeah, be yeah. well it'd be objectively hilarious that he would come here and let's say it doesn't work out. Now it would be his team. You're right, right. You know, and I mean? you're because, you're in Portland, Oregon, yeah. Yeah, and it, he's 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 nowhere near a Jenner, um, and I think <laughs> that would be pretty funny uh, as far as how that could all possibly play out. Is um, he still dating the Jenner? I no, she she upgraded. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. she upgraded. Hot yeah, day. she. Yeah, she did the one thing Daryl Morey couldn't do, which was <laughs> was move on from Ben Simmons. Traded Ben, traded ben yeah. Simmons for Devin Booker. Got an upgrade. Um, but, like, you and I both, like, we're not, we're going to see pretty much eye to eye on the, the Simmons stuff because we both want him in Portland. Uh, yeah. I, it's kind of funny. Of all of the things that Portland media have argued about over years, let's see, I've, I've been covering the team now for eight years. I don't think that there's one thing that has unified them more than everybody basically agreeing that Ben Simmons is the right move to make. It's been kind of weird. Have you, is, do you know anybody in the media market who's like very anti Ben Simmons? It's, it's a terrible idea. Uh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you officially who is against it in the media, but I, I don't know if it's, I would say the majority probably is open to it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I think you'd get a decent amount that would surprise you and be like, Oh, Really? And they'd be like, yeah, they've been really good with Damon CJ. Why not oh, just keep Jesus. rolling it back? Yeah, God. You know what? Well, because, look, right. here's the reality. This You're isn't right. a shot at anybody in the – at like, no, no. any one Take individual. Take shots. But the media – because I'm in it. I see it. Yeah. The media wants them to be good. They don't want them to suck. So it's like the fact that they are in the playoffs every year, whether they make the first round or not, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. that's just an extra few weeks for those media members to get it's access. Actually, it actually makes it a shorter summer. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not a yeah, it's not a bad play because people care; they'll tune in, mm-hmm. and then you know they're not good enough to really go into your summer you, deeply. You can always plan July first. <laughs> July fourth, always there's a trip planned because you yeah. know you're not going anywhere. Yeah, to no, you're good to go. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, but yeah, that's the Simmons stuff, guys. It's it's just going to be this back and forth. What's funny is I see so many people are, are so irritated. Are we done talking about Damian Lillard leaving? What do you think is going on with Ben Simmons right now? Like it's the same, it's the same thing for Philadelphia fans as they sit there and because uh, because people keep talking about oh you you saw Dame's Instagram post which uh, Rip City my city yeah God, God damn it Dame what did you, did you not learn from Lamarcus <laughs> there is nothing to be gained Ooh, even if he picture, means it every that picture's going viral the minute oh. he's like I I, I don't you know what be that is anymore. it's somebody's it's gonna be that picture and they're gonna take the text off and it's gonna be hashtag running from the grind. I can tell you right now. Tyreek Hill at their Super Bowl parade uh, two years ago famously said, we're not going after such and such. We're going after the Bulls. We want to win seven. They yeah. lost the Super Bowl the next year. It's like yeah. you don't want to have that moment. No. Not one, not two. But, it's just like. You know, he's going to live here for his whole life. He uh, probably he, will. When he's done, he's he will businesses. probably live here. Like, dude, this really. He's going to leave, and a lot of people won't treat him the way they treated LaMarcus, which I'll find hilariously hypocritical. Yeah. But hmm. he's going to be able – he's a made guy in this city, man. Yeah. He's never got to pay for LaMarcus a never got made. That was, the, that was the thing. Yeah. So. Well, we, yeah. You can't fall in love with the post players. It's really hard. Uh, Corey, Dragon, Sith, uh, Mad Mobile. I think make sure I'm catching everybody. Thank you all for coming in. Um uh, we do actually have real Blazers news. It took a whole 25 minutes to get into Blazers news. Uh, Patrick Patterson got offered a training camp contract. That was the name I had seen floated the day prior, and I thought, okay. Um, <laughs> He's washed, by the way. For anybody who didn't watch Patrick Patterson, this is not thank Patrick you. Patterson. Thank you. It was not me who had to call somebody washed this time. Well, look, thank I mean, you. I, no, Patrick Patterson had a great career. He was a solid Harold. bench guy who just yes yeah, but he is washed. Yeah, he's not playable. Like if no. you play, I'd rather take my chances. I think take the flyer. On maybe forty-one-year-old Pau Gasol. Like Ooh, at this no, point, I, don't, I don't know if I'm pushing that far. But neither one can move. You you you, you found the one yeah. string to pull on there. Neither one of those guys can move. Yes, I. It's hard for me to it's it's not hard for me to draw this line because Patrick Patterson played for the Clippers, therefore Neil O'Shea knows he exists. Um, that seems to be <laughs> the only reason. Uh, Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype had uh, Michael Beasley, Patrick Patterson. Uh, who were the who other was, two? Who was the other? Um, their names I think we had mentioned in the past. They they were. I, I've heard them all all summer. Um, oh oh oh! Uh, James Ennis. Ennis was the new one, and then and... Hartenstein. Oh, Har- uh, yeah, Harl- yeah. yeah. Uh, who's an Oregon guy? He was born in Eugene but raised elsewhere. Uh, so he doesn't claim Oregon? 
Yeah, he's no, an, he's he's yeah. He he he'd make the Oregon fans very mad. He's um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, shout out to Aaron. I mean, we're, we're, I'm, I'm pro Aaron here because I grew up. I with love him. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's great. He's refreshing. Um, listen, man, I, I've I've known him since third grade, so um, it goes. You know, back you know, no Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, no, like, uh, no. Know? I went I went to Vosa Whitford with Aaron. So. So do you guys like still yeah, talk? Yeah, we, we talk every couple months. When he comes, he comes back into town every summer. Is, oh, well, uh, pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, his, he was kind of in the headlines the other day. We just... <laughs> okay, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to get you in... I don't want you to lose Aaron Rodgers as a friend. <laughs> hey, hey just... bitch, I saw you on YouTube. Why did you even comment on that story? It had nothing to do with me. You're right. I yeah. don't know why. No, I'm just... Uh, I Football, baby. Aaron, good stuff. <laughs> Dan here, all alone for Manscaped. <laughs> Why'd you drop Sprague? He cost me Aaron Rodgers' friendship. That's a pretty good reason, actually. That's a pretty good one to go off of. That's not bad. Uh, uh, Patrick Benny said said Whitford. Yes, uh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron uh, Whitford Middle School is home to uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think Scott Brocious. And, uh, I thought... Brocious went. Did he end up going to Putnam? I thought he's a I, Putnam kid. Yeah, but I think he went to. Somebody told me he went to Whitford. That one's always stuck in my head. And mm. also, uh, Spolstra. Eric Spolstra was a Whitford guy before going to Jesuit. Oh, so okay. little, little tiny Beerton Middle School has produced some pretty unbelievable talent across the three major sports. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, but yeah, the uh, the. Training camp invites. I saw somebody. How many vets have training camp contracts right now? Three. There's three training camp contracts, um, and they're worth like two thousand dollars a day for training camp. Which is that what it is? Good work if you can find it. Not bad. I mean, training camps like what? Ten days? I think it's ten days. Uh, yeah, I think it you're might right. be shorter this year. I, this calendar is all over the place. The last. Two I think years. they're trying. They're getting the calendar back this year, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're because the summer's shorter if they're keeping training camp. Oh yeah, touche. They might shorten it. Regardless, yeah. typically what happens is guys will come into town for training camp. They'll stay at the Grand Hotel, literally across the street from um, the, the practice facility, and that's the you know uh, somebody. One of the guys they brought in lived there for a while. Might have been Mason. Might have been Plum Dog before he did, found a house. Did the uh, does the team pay for the hotel? Yeah, they put them up. Team pays for the hotel. They get the the two thousand dollars a day, and then they get the per diem too. Like I said, it's good. It's good money if you can find it, man. I'll tell you right now, not a fan of living in hotels. It's not fun, not unless it's like a resort hotel, and even then, it's still kind yeah. Of and even then, like you just kind of like we in Hawaii, we stayed at like a, it was a B and B, but it was basically in a hotel building. Mm. I mean, we should have gotten a bigger space, but it was just kind of like, all right, I'm over this. Yeah, I'm time over to, the hotel thing. Yeah, time to go. Where's um, my Where's my bedroom? <laughs> yeah, no, your your bedroom is your living room is your kitchen. Yeah, it's always. I mean, that's yeah, that's literally what it was. Yeah, that's. Uh, Ryan, what do you guys think about the popular narrative that the local media is just downing on the Blazers because they have an axe to grind with Olshay? Do you think the coverage has oh. been objective? This yeah, might be I, directed at us. Well, no, it's 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 a direct hit from an idiot out there. Um, I, I've seen that group of people, and, and they couldn't be further from the truth. It's it's funny because this the whole the local media. It's weird. It's almost like the local media that knows about this team and has covered this team for years has the same opinions as the national media because we've seen the same story for ten years. That's that's what it comes down to, at least for me. What about you? 
you know, I, I view the Olshay, you know, it, it, an axe to grind. I, I don't, you know, my axe, I don't really have one to grind. Like, he's made moves, and I've... I have an actual axe to grind with Neil Olshay, and I don't do it. Well, but, <laughs> I mean, I can make a point that I do, too. The dude literally doesn't offer himself available for any interviews. And yeah. to me, that's just flat out, like, disrespectful to your market. The only thing he's He does do two is, interviews. He does one at the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year. That's it. Or the team broadcast. So it's like, yeah. let's, you know, make that abundantly clear. And then he'll leak stuff to Woj once in a while. I, that would be my axe. But even that, it's like, I don't know if I'd really care to talk to him because I don't find him very honest no. uh, or transparent about anything. And he'd probably just get defensive about any questioning of any move. So it's kind of no point. I don't have an axe. It's just simply to state, man, the obvious. I, I don't know what what are we missing on this. Damian Lillard's an All NBA guy. There's no deal behind him. He's had zero All Stars put on that roster since Lamarcus left, and his biggest chips he has had, he has he has misplayed. The he, 2017 he draft, Lamarcus Aldridge's contract, yes, like yes. overpaying in, in cap space in 2016. The biggest moves he has had in it, front it, of him, he has he's made mistakes on. He had he played blackjack and he was given an 18 and he got scared out of playing it because he thought the dealer had tw- had 20 or something. Yeah. So it's just like that's kind of what it feels like to me. It's not it's not an axe. Like I, I said, there were good moves that he made that ended up not being good, and but <laughs> but I didn't make them so I could be like, look, I was wrong, but that move sucked. We've all said Norm getting Norm back was good, but it came with a caveat of he better damn well get Norm back because he traded away an RFA and Gary Trent Jr. But but if I told you their offseason, their biggest two gets were Norm Powell and trading for Larry Nance Jr. and Larry Nance, like you'd be like, that's that's what they're gonna do after losing to Denver in six without it's, Jamal Murray. That's what they're gonna do. That's how a, you appease Damian Lillard, who said he wants. That's the thing. That's a the better thing. roster. It's, it's an objectively the moves by themselves. Or good. Like, getting Larry Nance Jr. for Derek Jones Jr., a first-round pick, I think that's a good move. Resigning Norman Powell to a five-year, $18 million deal, or $18 million a year deal, I think that's a good move. Like, in isolation, these moves are fine. Getting Cody Zeller on a vet minimum contract. Hell, getting Carmelo Anthony on a vet minimum contract was a good move, like, value-wise. The problem is, is none of that stuff matters until you handle what's at the top. And that's what the media is looking at because mm. you can rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic all you want, but it's still the Titanic and you're still heading for that iceberg. You have not fundamentally changed this team. Yeah. And I think that at least that's for me. That's like solid moves. It's they're, they're fine. I, but I just, you're not, you cannot point teams in any direction in this league that win without taking a risk in yes. some way. And this team doesn't do it. It's like, what do we want? Do we want Dame to get an opportunity to get a legit chance? You know, 2018 was a lot of fun, right? The Western Conference yeah. Finals. You got swept, but you were competitive. But, I mean, overall, you lost four straight games. I would like to see them push that to six. Get into game seven in the Western Conference Finals. And, and maybe they can't make that move that will get them there. But not trying is worse than trying. I'm sorry. It just... I, I read Giannis's book, the Giannis book by uh, Mina, Mina, Mina Fader. Yep. I highly recommend it. It's a very good book. I, I've loved Giannis for a long time, and it somehow made me like him even more, which is crazy. Well, it's because Mirren's one of the best narrative writers on the planet right She's now. She's an amazing writer. There is a blurb in the beginning of that book. I think it's like chapter two or three mm-hmm. where they go back to the draft evaluations, 
And Giannis is this secret, this guy that nobody can quite pinpoint for various reasons. And and the GM of the Bucks is on the record in the book saying, we, we're not signing LeBron James. Yeah, We have to take risk to win in this league. And guess what they were facing? An owner that was perfectly content with them being a 6, 7, or 8 seed yep. because he didn't want to lose money and he wanted to at least break even with a playoff season. The guy was like, no, no, no. I want to win. Let's let's what, what do you get? We like we have a real chance to do something, and that's the thing is that yes, it's it's difficult. And Sithy uh, had a good point here. It's hard to be angry at a B minus student. I think that's that's really that's, what you're that's a good point. That's, that's, that's a, a really good point. that's a that's really a good, good way to frame it. Yeah, is that, and I think that that's what gets lost in this. Like because things are so polarizing, things are either fantastic or they're awful. I've never called this team bad. I've never called them awful or pathetic or way behind. They're just lagging behind contenders. And it's, it, it's not a bad place to be, like, as long as you're working your way out of it. But we've been in that place for six years. I think that's where the hesitation comes from, at least for me. It, it, look, it, it might be – that's a good point on the B-minus thing. Uh, great point by Cynthia. But let me just say – it's not hard for me, one, because it's not my kid. <laughs> you know, my kid's getting B minuses. I'm not going to be mad. But two, it's, it's, it is okay to be upset at B minuses when six teams are ahead of you with A's or A pluses. Like, yeah. what are we, are you, this is basically, you're trying to win the valedictorian and you're maintaining a B minus. That's, that's not good enough. No. And it, it's, there's this whole idea of like everybody's coming to the table. Uh, equally, and I think that's that's the biggest problem is that, and that's perfect timing. This is Thomas Saransky. It's almost like one out of the third teams gets it right every year. One of the guys who doesn't obviously get this, um, but it's this whole idea of that. Yes, only one out of every thirty teams gets has an opportunity, but more than that have an haven't or or actually win it. But more than one out of thirty have an actual opportunity. The Blazers have not gone into a season with an actual opportunity. That you have to have the talent at the top. You can sit here and say this, that, or the other. Or you want to believe this, and if it's just the coach, this, and just a small tweak there, you literally have the history of the NBA to tell you that's not true. How many how many title contenders going into next season would you say there are? Probably five. Okay, five. who would you say they are? Milwaukee, Brooklyn, L.A. You could talk me into Philly if they if they make the right trade. Okay, um, and then from the west, I think. You would you can, say? Would you say uh, both LAs? No, because the, the Kawhi is going to miss probably the season. Okay, all right. Um, Golden State, if they're healthy, can be in that group alongside Phoenix. What about Denver? Utah. Murray's, Murray's not going to be there until January. Yeah. Utah can throw their hat in the ring, but I need to see a little bit more from them in the playoffs. But I think okay. that's, that's the list. So talking you into a few, if you were to do that, you're going to six or seven. Yeah. You're not in that list. No. And there's six or seven teams. There's six six or seven just in the West. Right. That's just the West, yeah. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, I want them to be good. I want them to be better. But this whole idea, like and this isn't to call anybody stupid or that's not what this is. You literally have the history of the NBA to look at. This whole, well, if we just do this stuff has never worked. Never. You have to have the talent. It was like, well, the Warriors didn't have it. They just put Steve Kerr in. No, 
No, you've got healthy Steph Curry, and you've got Draymond Green inserted into a lineup because David Lee was injured. That's what happened. And then all of a sudden, you had three Hall of Famers. And then you added a fourth and a fifth. And you also have guys who were unreal role players in Sean Livingston, in uh, Andre Iguodala. You've got a rookie Harrison Barnes. Like, Arbosa was good for them, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Andrew Bogut, the first time. Like, they had yep. so many dudes. Portland just has never had enough dudes. This this season right this this roster they have right now going into this next season is the most dudes they've had and they're still sixth in the West. Like that's I mean, the, that's the thing, man. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, I, I'm i always excited to see what the team looks like just from like a basketball yes. perspective, but I don't know. Maybe some of those people just don't want to have those broad conversations ever, and they just want to react game to game and, and be like, well, you know, if they're not title contenders, whatever. You And that's the thing. And, I, and, I'm, not Portland, saying, but... and I'm not saying title or bust. And that's never been like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm title or bust in the sense of either be building towards it or b- going away from it. That's like you can't be in this in between area. Well, you have you can if your owner doesn't care. This is true. If your owner cares, you're making effort. It doesn't mean you succeed. Like Dallas's owner cares as much as more than anybody, and they they haven't been out of the first round since winning the chip. That's not for lack of trying. No. It's just been a lot of bad, questionable, mediocre moves. They haven't been able to land that second. Real piece like Hardaway Jr. is good. He's not a second piece. But they also have a legitimate top three or four player in the league. Well, right, 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 right. But I'm just saying, like, since they've had him, and even before that, they just cannot piece this together. And they could totally get it wrong. They could blow it with Luca's entire career. Well, maybe. But if he turns out to be as good as people talk about, like we're talking all-time Larry Bird type stuff. Then they shouldn't. It shouldn't be that difficult to get this team to. They'll the figure point it of contending out. for championships. Yes, you can figure that out. Uh, Luis Nunez. Let's see what happens at the trade deadline. Let's not forget Toronto wasn't seen as a title contender until they actually traded for Kawhi. You're talking about Kawhi Leonard, who was maybe the best player in the world that year. 
that God, Tom Brady's so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of the best player in the world of their position. Dude, he just a perfect bomb to Brown. I mean, just unbelievable. He's had a couple already tonight. God, but, he's good. And that, that's not to dis, di, like disregard what you're saying, Luis. If things – that's that's the thing here, is that you're using – not you. I'm using the collective you, Luis. I don't want you to think I'm coming after you. This, there's this whole idea of, like, the collective idea that, you know, if just one thing here, one thing there, it's it's this, you had a perfect scenario. You can't use that as, as the thing that you build off of. You right. had a top three player on the planet in his absolute prime nuke the best run organization in the league willing to go anywhere and the Spurs nuked the negotiation and could have gotten more in return, but they didn't want to send him to L.A. to the Lakers. So yeah. they sent him to Toronto. And Toronto had the perfect core to put around him. Is a top three player coming available this year and the, and the Blazers have this, this group of assets that's going to make sense and that they're going to trade two out of spite? Well, I mean, Dan, <laughs> this, is, this is an example of I think it's fair to say the deadline stuff, but I don't agree with it. I think it's fair. I think you're asking for a lot to assume that by the deadline, they're going to have a player available that's going to take what they want to give, and that person's going to be able to come in and make this team amazing right away. The Kawhi... And Neil's going to make the move that, well, that he hasn't made for 10 years. Right. Kawhi, the, 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 look, it was kind of just dumb luck altogether, and that's not to take anything from Toronto because I was really happy they won a chip. Masai... Their fans are awesome. Masai was there to make the move when it was available. Right, and it, it just happened to line everything up. They, were, they yeah. were clearly a very good team. We could all see that if we watched. They just had what everybody else in the East had, a LeBron problem. And they always found themselves against LeBron, and LeBron single-handedly demolished them. And we could see that that team was good, but we also all knew why they couldn't get over the hump. And it's no disrespect, but DeRozan just cannot produce in the playoffs the way that we all thought he would from the regular season. So then you got Kawhi that's available. You've got a good asset in DeMar DeRozan that a lot of teams would covet, I think. And everything just lines up roster-wise outside of DeMar. you got a great point guard to go with Kawhi. you got mm -hmm. an experienced center with Marcus Saul. you got Serge Ibaka hitting the mid-range three-point shots. Like, Siakam emergence, emerging. Siakam. Norm Powell. Fred Norm Van Vliet. Powell. Yes. Like, you have everything. OG. You have dudes. Yes. Everywhere. Everything, and that was after yes. you gave up Pirtle, after you gave up DeRozan. Is there a player that this? Is there a player on the Blazers or in the, in the league that the Blazers could give up CJ and Nurk and win an NBA title? No, because there's not a Kawhi available. There's no. that's and that's, that's not. But when they were available, he 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 wouldn't pull the trigger. He had Paul George right there. He could have offered CJ, and he said everybody but CJ and Nurk, and that. Paul George, I know people got opinions on Paul George, but we don't Tal know who Paul talent George wise, is. Talent-wise, Paul George is above CJ. There's, we, no, there's no question. That, that's not a debate. But we don't know who Paul George is if he plays with Dame. If, I believe in the Dame things effect. Did, yes. It, yes. It, and I think that's kind of what we pointed yeah. to. Um, somebody said that Dallas roster ain't a contending level roster. No, it's not. No. That's, we're, we're not saying that. We're that's saying the point. That, we're, we're saying that they have the one thing to build off of, which is one of the, the – legitimately five best players on the planet in Luka Doncic. You just figure it the hell out. Like, that's 
they're going to keep rolling the dice too. Yes. Like, and watch, Cubans, they will trade and they will move and they will try to sign guys every yep. year until they figure this out. And it'll it'll be what it is. I I, I have more faith that they will figure something out than I do that, that Portland will in the next two years. Um, there was something else in the ear. Uh, Blazers' best team had great big men. This team's bigs honestly not good. I I wouldn't say that. I I'd say talent wise, the right now the Blazers' bigs are pretty decent. You've got. Covington, Nance, uh, Nurkic, Zeller. That's, I mean, an injury-riddled <laughs> front court for sure. Talent-wise, they're good. Well, what team is he comparing it to? Just all the good ones? Uh, the, the Blazers' best teams. Oh, okay. So, like, Sabas, Sheed, yeah, Jerome, and then, you t- and then you take a look at Kevin. The, yeah. the early instance, obviously, Bill Walton sure. and Maurice Lucas. Sure. But the NBA has also changed. You know what else the, those, those Blazers teams all had? A lot of six, 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 seven dudes that were a lot, or a lot bigger dude. Six, seven, six, six plus, I should say. Yeah. You had a lot of guys on that on those teams that were big. You had the Stacey Ogmans. You had the Steve Smiths. You had the Cliff Robinsons, the Clyde Drexlers, the Buck Williamses, the Jerome Curseys, the Duckworths, the Scotty Pippins. You had a lot. You had one, two little dudes, and you had a lot of size beyond that. Basically what you're looking for right now, you had really good wing athletic play from a lot of different guys in a lot of different eras. Yeah, and that's the thing is that it's it's one of those things where it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Um, but if you read our Rip City, Rocco should be at the three. No, no, Robert Covington's been a four for two years. He he prefers playing the four. He, he's not a guy who can stand in front of guys. Um, he's a great, 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 great help defender. He's just not good to stay in front of guys anymore. Um, news wise, there was actually one other thing I wanted to get Fubo? here. Thank you. Um, we we just completely went on this like general market rants there. We haven't done that in a while, so that, that was that was fun. Well, there was uh, only so much Patrick Patterson was gonna get content wise. Listen, man, you you got to the he's <laughs> washed before even I did, so yeah. it was like yeah. Um, hey, he stayed in the league longer than OJ Mayo, and I didn't think that would happen. <sighs> Shout out the USC legend OJ Mayo. At least he got his mind right. Like, that's all I'm gonna say. Hey, he he's got a really cool blurb in the Giannis book. I I, yes. I didn't know it, but him and Giannis are super tight. Yep. And, he really wanted – he took it to Giannis as a rookie, but he also, like, really cared about Giannis and, like, took him shopping yep. and helped him understand, like, America in, culture in general. Like, in America, yeah. like, rap music and shows and TV things, you know, all that stuff. What's funny is you won't find anybody in the league, at least I haven't, um, who has a, a sideways word to say about Giannis. Like just oh, every, he every, seems every bit the article. Yeah, he everybody yeah. loves him. He's just a wonderful dude. Yeah. Um but he's like Danny Rojas, if you read the yes, book. Yes, that's the best. Absolutely. Rojas, Rojas, Danny Rojas. And, and you can just do that with Giannis, 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 Giannis. Basketball is life. I mean, seriously, that's that's kind of what, what it is yeah. for him. Um, that's that's, that's the, the new segment, Basketball is Life, um, we're going to have during the season. Um, that's what we'll talk about, nothing but positive things, even when mm. they get smashed by 30 by a team that they should lose to. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that. We will be honest about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Fubo deal, uh, it happened. Um, I had heard that they were working on this for a little while. Um, full disclosure, I've talked to Root a ton, um, about other stuff. So, um, well, this was a priority for them is number one, establishing the market, 
making mm-hmm. sure that they because they don't have an, a physical presence in Portland, making sure everything makes sense to get distribution rights from here to Seattle, uh, from where they broadcast from. So for for people not f- familiar with the technical side of this, uh, everything is recorded and, and handled by um, Blazers Broadcasting on site, but sent to another facility to disseminate, uh, and they had to get all that kind of aligned. And this is the official um, press release, so I'm going to read some memoir stuff here. Fubo TV is focused on bringing consumers their favorite hometown teams. Da, 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 da. Uh, we're thrilled to bring fans of Northwest streaming coverage of the Kraken alongside the Mariners and Trailblazers. So if you guys are... Um, hockey or baseball fans. Um, I guess they're going to kind of roll that into it. The addition of Root Sports means consumers can catch every game available for local telecasts with Fubo TV at an affordable price. Uh, if you go to uh, Holdall's Twitter, mm-hmm. I believe Casey has kind of the pricing breakdown stuff. Um, I know a lot of people are really hoping that they find something with YouTube TV. Here's my um, metered two cents in that I don't have any insight on this. Um, this is more what I have he- heard hearsay kind of deal when we're talking about YouTube in general and sports. If they were going to do something like this, they would not do just the RSNs. They would get like the entire NBA or multiple teams. And oh, then, really? That's That's what I had heard about going into negotiations a year ago. So, I don't know. They, they could look to get root as just a, a channel as a part of it but i had heard that, they, that both them and amazon had were kicking around like entire leagues like amazon has the nfl already so that would i mean it would be a smart move if you're youtube tv i to grab I something that, yeah to have something to kind of put your foot in the door i i you know i almost actually got i was um trying to get the pac 12 network last weekend to watch that Oregon game, and I don't have Pac-12 Network on YouTube TV, so I, mm. for football season, I'm gonna have to pay for another streaming service. And I ended up getting Sling, but I looked at Fubo because mm-hmm. I think they had it, but it was like twenty dollars more than what Sling was gonna cost. So I just went with that, and I checked Fubo out. It looked fine, but I'm glad they got it on a streaming service. I just I'm so disappointed. Like that's how this whole kind of thing has kind of been. It's just been. We gotta get you. Gotta get on Hulu or YouTube or well, something. One of the man. big, big players. Yes, yeah. you cannot. You cannot just be Comcast, Directv streaming, and then Fubo. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. You owe your fans more than to just be on those three options. Well, I'll tell you what. I I, I spend way too much money on uh, TV and streaming services. You can you can come over. We have them. We have them all here. Mm-hmm. What well, channels and movies do you have? All of them. All of them. Remember, all of them. that kid's house you went over to when you were, you know. Or the, oh, you know, yeah. And they had, like, the laser disc. And you're like, oh, my God. You have one of those? <laughs> I had one of those in my neighborhood. I had a buddy, the old box that you'd put on top, and you, like, the buttons in the front. Oh, yeah. I had a buddy whose dad, um, he he knew somebody who worked at the cable company. And they'd come over. And give him the card? Hand bone, and he just opened it up. Yes. He tweaked it. He gave him all the, all the movie channels. He got like all free fights. Like we, oh, we yeah. went over there for Tyson Holyfield oh, yeah. both times. Like you, you're talking about the the brown box, like the wood yeah. panel box that had the yeah. white pop out card. Yes. Yep. There. Yes. So I knew somebody else that did the same thing for another guy who worked for a cable company for years, and he did this, punched a bunch of buttons, and he's like, "Watch this." He pulls one out of his back pocket, puts it in, and click. Yeah. And it actually was. It was a fight. It was uh, uh, Lennox Lewis. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey, Lennox Lewis underrated all-time yeah. heavyweight. I, I remember that. I was like, 
we're not paying $100 for this fight. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, I remember the days of Blazer Television and Blazer Vision. Blazer Vision and how controversial that was. They, they, that it, was so far in the front, too. It, it didn't. It didn't last very long, but like I feel like that's where we're going. You are, you are going to get a lot of people that don't have access to these games if they do not work out a deal. Yeah, so you, you just you hope they do uh, in that regard. It's one of those things we're like, eh, I'm glad there's a option. I just I'm one of those weird people that thinks you kind of owe it to your city and your fans to do whatever you can at all times to allow them to watch the games. Yeah. And it seems like it's weird that we're, it's getting harder and harder and harder to, to yes. just watch a game in your hometown. That's one of the weirder things. Uh, back in the day of cheater box, I never watched the dirty channel. Of course, nobody ever watched that. That's why they're still not around today. Oh wait, no, they, Boy, the, the beginning of American pie could not have related more to my life. <laughs> Than him watching blurry porn and trying to figure it out with a sock and just oh, oh that's a boo oh that's a boo that's a, like... I swear <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, a perfect for perfect time to end on uh, we'll get you out of here thank you guys I told you we're gonna keep it short this time uh, we'll come back on Sunday with a mailbag pod Brandon has got a ton coming up we are just so you guys know we will be changing times up as the season comes around. So stay tuned for that. This is just kind of what worked for everybody right now. Um, well, Brandon has got a show that he does now on Sunday nights too. So I'll let Brandon talk about that. Yeah, it's on the uh, BetQL network. You can get it. Odyssey app. It'll be streaming live. It's at six o'clock every Sunday called back to the futures. We talk about sports gambling, mainly football, but we'll dive into some college and NBA basketball. Once those seasons get going on the sides, um, but it's a lot of college NFL betting. It's a lot of fun. It's only one hour, so it's 6 to 7 p.m. on the Odyssey app. And uh, like Danny said, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's, uh, I got this. We got the show. We got the other show. We will figure out the schedule. We have lots of shows. We have lots of shows, and we're going to bring uh, a lot of content to you guys this coming season. And we'll start structuring some of these as well. Like I think that's a fair point. It just I, I kind of view these as BS pods where things would come out and we would just kind of give our thoughts. That's kind of what, that, that, that's what yeah. this is for. I mean, we'll... When the season comes around, things and people weren't really even complaining. They're like, "Hey, are you going to do like some regular bits, some regular segments?" And yeah, it'll one, particularly on game nights, you'll see things. I somebody on Blazers Edge said something the other day that they're actually really enjoying this more than they liked Blazers Outsiders. And quick peek oh. behind the curtain, and it wasn't like a backhanded thing. It was like no. Right. And what I think people don't understand is that and this is a little inside baseball, and you know this from from radio. And there's things that you have to do. You have to pay the bills. You have hard ins. You have hard outs. Like there's just radio. You get a little wiggle room. TV. They just they turn you off. <laughs> like there's that's just how that goes. So yep. um, when we're here, it's a lot more free, free flowing. We 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 don't have to turn it off and then turn it back on and turn it off and turn it back. Like that's it's a, not an easy thing to do. And so sometimes shows. And to be honest, it's really hard to do and get in any kind of flow um, when it's a really crappy game. So, yeah, <laughs> in these situations, if it's a bad game, we can laugh about it and do some stupid stuff. And uh, thank you, Jay Biddy. I, I think Lesser or somebody else asked about this earlier. Are you guys are you going to have some players soon? Yes, I am literally working to confirm now. Uh, we all were waiting for Labor Day weekend because guys were out of town. If you guys follow anybody's IGs, you'll notice that guys are back in town working out. Hint, hint. Um, so uh, in the next two weeks, we should have a couple guys on. 
So uh, awesome that, that that will happen. Um, the uh, nibble says the freedom of these shows is what I did. Yeah, that's that's what this is for. This is the free flowing part of it. Um, it'll it'll be a lot more structured when we get you know closer to the season. Uh, the preseason will be a nice test run for that flex like, for a couple of segments and a couple of things that we'll, we'll have reoccurring bits on for and, sure. And we will get you guys involved. Like we'll have some polls. We'll have some contests. Like I said, I've got some swag to give away. I've got some folks who have, have asked to, to give me some stuff to give away. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do some stuff and we'll have some fun. Uh, Brandon plug what you got coming up this week, buddy. Just got the radio show tomorrow, football Friday on 1080, the fans six to 9 AM. And then, uh, I got back to the future Sunday at six on the Odyssey app. We will uh, figure out the time to do the mailbag pod as well on Sunday, and that's what's coming up this weekend. Ducks, Beavs, Trojans, big games this weekend in the Pac-12, UW, Michigan. Uh, so a lot. Uh, I think I think UW's going to win. Hot just, take. Just things going sideways right out of the gate. Oh, I love man. to see it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I got for this week. And then kind of the same thing next week. We got the, the pod, Back to the Futures, and then uh, Dirt and Sprague on the fam. Um, remember, folks, uh, it says behind Brain, it says, don't be a butch, Sprague. Don't be a butch. I think uh, my daughter actually stole the eye. <laughs> you used to say bitch. So. <laughs> you know who made that sign? My wife. I mean, that tracks. I upset. I said, uh, what did I say? I, I like didn't want to do something. I was like, I don't really want to do that. And she and made the sign. your wife entirely just hammered you and called you on it? She made the sign and was like, hey, why don't you go read that message and learn from it? It's like, I mean, don't be a... You know what would be great is if, you, if she just like walked in one of these times and go, don't make me tap the sign. Don't you make me jump on this podcast, sir. Listen, if she wants to come on, she, she is welcome to come on. My wife wants nothing to do with me in this No, she, so, she, does, she does not want to come on. Is, your, your wife is very anti-media, too? Uh, very uh, anti-media. Yeah, mine yes. too. So, yeah. Uh, Nibble says not actually sponsored by Abby's Legendary Pizza. Listen, that's that's something I'm Dude, still. Dude, that's actually we need to get that. No, that's actually still working. So, uh, we might have something in in that regard. So, go to uh, Abby's, buy a pizza. It's gonna be full price. There's no discount, but use the discount code Jack Ramsey's, yeah. and you won't get any percent off. But you cite the podcast, and they'll know. They'll understand. Uh, Lester, he says, like and subscribe so Brandon can buy himself a new eye. Yes, that is how we, we, we pay for things here. And Kirk says, I miss Chad doing on a great dude to watch on cable. Speaking of, I, I, I can't believe we made it through the entire podcast, and we won't mention any radio stations so nobody gets in trouble here. Um, Why would you get in trouble? I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just keeping you guys apart, you and your competing stations. I, I There's only one station uh, with people that I, I don't care for. <laughs> And there's another station that I'm friends with a lot of people at. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I will be paying off my bet of a year and a half to Chad because COVID screwed everything up where I took the Blazers under uh, and they cleared it by two games. Monsters. Uh, with that unbelievable finish to the season. I just, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be doing the one chip challenge. And I will die. And that I, there were a couple people in those mentions that said that thing's not that hot. I'm really curious to see how this goes. Yes, I've seen full-grown men curl up in a ball in a fetal position and sweat through hey. pores they didn't know existed. But sure, sure, okay. But the, we're going to live stream it here, and it'll also be simulcast on that station. So maybe you'll have to dip out for part of it. I mean, so you don't, you don't yeah, get in I, trouble. I, I, I cannot contractually be on that. Yeah. So, but we can just leave the sign with my name. It says, don't be a bitch. Spray. Yes, exactly. As you're eating a spicy chip. I and, you can, and, you, to and you can watch. And then when we get off the air, you can come back. 
We'll, uh, we'll do it like that. Speaking of like pores you didn't know existed, where's the weirdest place you've had a pimple? Ooh, that's a that's a weird one. I don't know, probably thigh. Mm, inner thigh? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 definitely got to be the the most odd random place. Mm. I don't. I don't. Is this what about you? Uh, right in the ear. Ooh. And I mean, like a big one. Like I popped it, and you could feel it. You, you could like hear it. Oh, everything. Oh god. Right in my right in the flat part of my oh, ear. Oh like, god. Right here. Oh god. Yeah, it was awful. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was no. terrible. Uh, Clay says, can we expect you on Blazers Outsiders this, uh, this upcoming season? Clay, no. The show is gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I say that like not as like a, oh, my God, it's terrible. Like contractually, it's yeah. gone. The network, the networks will cease to exist in 21 days. NBC Sports Northwest is no longer. Yeah, so it, it is getting packed up. Uh, Clay with Joe Simons, too. Joe and I are working on some things. I will say that. So... Um, Hopefully we'll have some, some some things to talk about in that regard. But is this going to uh, be like a Kanye album? I'm we're Jesus this, Lord. This and is this you is and Donda. Joe is Jesus Lord Part Two. Like it's the <laughs> same song, but like there's two verses in. Yes. So okay. uh, rip outsiders. Listen, it was it was a blast. Uh, speaking of, of of people, Chad doing Travis Demers, Casey Holwell, Joe Simons, uh, Shane Brennan. They will all be on this show this season. So uh, we will bring the homies back. We will have some fun. Uh, and the things that we couldn't say on TV, or the few times when Shane did drop F-bombs on live TV, we will do that again here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, all right, guys, thank you all so much. Like, rate, review. You guys have been awesome, 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 awesome about subscribing to the pod and leaving reviews. If you haven't already, please go to iTunes, leave a review. Uh, it does us uh, a ton as far as getting things out there. Share it with a friend. Do whatever. Uh, it, it's great that you guys have been a part of this already and it just keeps growing and i'm 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 stumbling over myself right now because i'm kind of shocked at how well things have gone in the first month plus so thank you guys so so much um like rate review subscribe youtube uh itunes spotify google podcasts at danny meringue at brandon sprague on twitter our youtube handles are jacked up because we're idiots and we're old and we're washed but that's just how it goes uh until sunday We'll catch you guys then, and make sure to get your questions in, jackedramses at gmail.com, or you can DM them to me on Twitter, or you can just tweet them at me. We don't, we don't send them to Brandon. He's, he's, he's not nearly as, as online as I am. So uh, I think he takes that as, as a sign of, of, uh, that his life is going significantly better than mine. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just glad that you're carrying this thing, man. I'm like, please, I just don't want to drown. That's that's just how it goes, man. Um, right. Get those questions in, though. We yes, need them. absolutely. We'll kick that. We will talk to you all soon. I can't talk. Are you so, okay? Yeah, Are no. You I'm having a stroke right now. Dad, dad, dad. It's probably because I haven't eaten all day. We'll end the-